0: Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine,
1: and I'm Kobe.
0: Today, we want to talk to you guys about getting out your own way. If you listened to last week's podcast, we talked about how to be honest with ourselves and. Me, Kobe, and Jazz kind of were on the same wave of just like, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I know I have the capability to get there. Um, And so now that we're honest with ourselves, with knowing, okay, we're not doing something right (laughs) uh, to be able to be where we want to be. So we want to see what are we doing that's getting in our own way. And that was our honest self. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go ahead and go back to that episode. It's called Honesty Hour, where we just talk about, we give a series of questions that we ask ourselves so that we can be honest with ourselves, fully transparent with ourselves. And guys, I've been using these questions even on other things. I'm like being super honest with myself. <laughs> with others, I'm like, whoa, you know what? That too. That's what I'm avoiding. <laughs> But I thought it would be great. Um, I thought it would be great if we also, you know, we want to have a a remedy to our rhyme, and I don't know if that makes sense, but I heard that rhyme to your remedy. So, so when I say getting in your own way, I think a lot of times we think that um, there's other circumstances that are getting in our own ways for mm. not like us be able to fulfill. Um, we want to fulfill, the destiny that God has for us. But in hindsight, a lot of times it's our own self, it's our own mentality, um, it's our own actions that are causing us not to be where we want to be, where we want to be in quotation marks, because that is very relative to where we want to be and to where God wants us to be. So there's that. But we do have a lot of say in the co-creation of our lives. Right. So I just want, we just want to make sure that we're giving our the best advice that we can to help each other get a, get out of our own way so we can live a fulfilled life.
2: It, it makes me think of this saying that me and Jarvis say, and he typically says it on the basketball court, but I say it in life because it can apply to just about everything. And it is basically just control what you can control and when we when we get in our own way, sometimes we thinking about um we we always sometimes we often place the- blame on external sources like um this person or um, the, i'm because I'm not in in this this um this house yet or because I haven't met the right person yet or because I haven't got the best job yet, or because I haven't saved this amount of money yet. It's like we always are looking for those outside sources to place the blame as to why we haven't made it. Or for some reason, saying that we can't control the, you know, just, it could be as simple as, as the, the the people around you and, and their their attitudes around you and you're saying, yeah, um, because everyone else is negative around me, that's the reason why I can't be positive or that's the reason why I can't, um, you know, have a positive mindset or outlook on life to even believe that I can get there. But it's like, we really have to control what we can control when we're thinking about what's really in our way. Like, although these variables may be true, although these these circumstances may actually be occurring, but even in the midst of it all, like Marie Forley always says, everything is figure outable. So even though there may be these barriers and and things that are in your way, you that's the I think that's what life is about is figuring out how you can get them out your way so you can get to where you want to be. But yeah, so let's get out of our, our way. Agreed. So who wanna go first with their points? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I have so many. I don't even know where to start. Me
2: too. I bet we probably have some of the same points and we just I can just piggyback and we can piggyback off of.
0: Okay. Those.
2: Great.
0: Sounds good. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so sounds good to me. <laughs> so um my first one will be okay, that wasn't my first one, but <laughs> like the first one I wrote down should be the first one, but my first one is a mental shift, and that's basically to stop living out of a place of fear. Mm. Um, I've seen that for myself. Like we even talked about this in the last podcast. A lot of things we don't do based off of the fear of something, and I think that we have to pinpoint okay, what am I really fearing right now that is stopping me, that is getting in my own way? Is it the fact that I'm scared I'm going to fail? Is it that I care too much about what other people think? Mm. Do I not really want to do the work? Um, whatever that fear may be, do the, will people look at me like I'm stupid? Will I, will I even be able to reach this? Whatever. Whatever mm. that fear is, you know that saying, people say, feel the fear and do it anyways. You could pinpoint that fear and see, okay, is this fear even true? Or you could pinpoint that fear and be like, okay, this is a fear, but I still have to do this. It's kind of like, um, I you, you guys know I used to like have anxiety attacks um, driving. and It was very weird. like, um, And to the point where I couldn't get to my destination. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one time, me and the girls were going to go see our friend Robert Harper. He had this um, this amazing show called Live on Purpose. And I was on my way there, and then an anxiety attack like sprung upon me. I'm like crying. And guys, when I say I tried to go there so many times, I went different ways. I just, if you saw the circle I was going in i attempted three times to go and then i just broke down i'm like i have to go home and so um what i'm saying is sometimes our fears can stop us from getting to our destination where we want to but we have to figure out what it is that's causing that fear so we can get there and um and so um so yeah fear is like feel the fear ain't do it anyways because you'll be stuck going in a circle trying to figure it out another other way until you face that fear so um, that's so my way anyway.
2: that's good my question to you is what fear did you feel as you were you know trying to get there what was the fear that was stopping you
0: that I was gonna die <laughs> that, I was gonna, that I was gonna die <laughs> that um, that I was gonna that i didn't have any control um mm, that, that i have this weird And you want to know what's really weird and i don't know if i've if I told y'all this but i probably have the fear came from was um triggered when we were at toby's concert
2: i remember um, i was next I, to you
0: <laughs> right next to me and there was this this girl and she just Passed out (laughs) because it was so crowded.
1: Yeah, it was hot.
0: Yeah, I was like so worried for her. I'm sorry, I'm crying, but it just really made me scared because I'm like, whoa, she had no control Mm. over her body. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, bro, like, niggas just passing (laughs) out. (laughs) And like, I never saw that. And Mm. her
1: body went so limp.
0: And um, she had no control. And, you know, people were there. They, like, picked her up, immediately put her bodyguard, brought her, got her water. She came back. But that really, whoop, I remember, and I went, like, oh, my gosh. And I remember I was, like, ooh, I need to get some air. Like, I don't want that to be mean, but that stuck with me. And mm. and I was just thinking to myself, shit, I could, like, fucking fall out at any moment. Mm. And so, when I went, in circumstances where I was uncomfortable, like, on a bridge in an unfamiliar place where I didn't feel safe or comfortable, mm-hmm. I felt like, Ooh, this will be a very bad moment for me not to have control. Mm-hmm. And I would hate to fall out here. <laughs> like, that's so weird.
2: Gosh, that's good. Because, you know, a lot of people's fears are triggered by what happens to other people.
1: Like mm-hmm. we
2: could see somebody fall out. We can see somebody go bankrupt. We can see somebody get a divorce. We can see somebody get negative things that happen to them. And then we can project that fear onto ourselves like, oh my gosh, I don't want this to happen to me. Or, oh my, and it can really create real anxiety because it's a real life situation that has happened. So it's like, okay, if this can happen to them. You know, what's stopping that same thing from happening to me? What's stopping that, you know, same disappointment, that same failure, that same, you know, life changing moment, like something with your health, like in those fears, and this is why it's so good that that this that this is like aha moment for me and myself as well that you shared. So I just like to say thank you for sharing that because it's like we have to. And there's this saying in the Bible, and I'm not saying that you know the girl was bad or anything that that happened to, but it's saying like you know bad things are gonna happen in the world. And and in, in the Bible it says ten thousand will fall at your left side and 100 will fall at your right side but it should not come on to you something like that and um I probably misquoted it but it, the, the premise is there and so it's like we live in a world where not the bit poverty is happening all around us violence is happening all around us um it we, we just can't we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the negative that is really truly people are you know dying from the um, pandemic you know things are actually happening But as not to say that we should live out, live through that fear, live in a sense of where we, we let that consume us to the point, you know, because whatever we, we we put out, so we become to live in that, that fear mantra, create that fear mantra and thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to happen to me. Oh my gosh. It's like, we, what do we get? We get what we think about most of the time. Now, I'm not saying, you know, science is not real. And if you put in certain situa- situations, if you think like you could think all the positive in the world, but if you, you know, put yourself in bad situations, of course, you're going to get these results. But I'm saying not to let it consume us so much to the the point where we it so much on ourselves to we can't even. I don't know, we can't even flow in life and live that happy life, that, that abundant life because we're constantly thinking about what can go wrong because we saw our friend, this happened to her or this happened to such and such on the news or did you see such and such just, so it's just like we have to really, and it's gonna take some practice and, I, and I'm so, it. I just, it's nothing that happens overnight and I just know that once we see that fear that inkling come about whether it's an outside source that's that we have to literally step outside of ourselves see the situation for what it is and find a way to turn that narrative turn that mindset and it's funny that you said what was your first one mind shift or shifting uh, your perspective
0: i was just saying i well, mean
2: mental shift <laughs> You're
1: saying, yeah
2: mental shift Yeah, so you have to shift your mental mind. My my first one I wrote was mindset shift. And that's funny, it's a similar thing. So you really have to, and sometimes it's deeper than, it feels deeper, let's say that. It feels deeper than just, oh, let me switch my mind to something positive it may not be just as simple as that the first time or the second time or the third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. But it's like, it's a muscle that we're training in our brain to keep on keeping on until that thought no longer haunts you. That thought no longer stops you from, from living your life. Okay. Cause it's like, you can worry about the good and you can also think about the positive. So, why not focus on the positive and in, in hopes that the positive is going to manifest in your life opposed to in hopes that the, the not so good is going to manifest into our lives.
0: No, that's so good. I needed to hear that. because I was like, "Yeah, that was a good question that you asked, but it is true. And you know, we talk about that a lot, like projecting what happens to others onto us. Mm-hmm. and That's so true. Like in the, you know, and it's like, this is like a twofold with that because y'all know I talked about this too like I'm really i really keen to like what I hear I'm like I don't want to hear it <laughs> like sometimes I don't want to hear it when it's bad because I know that I do really put it inside of me like I don't want to say that but like I really like internalize it that's what I'm saying and sometimes I'm like Oop. when I hear things I'm like ooh. I really like think like oh shit that could happen to me like Mm -hmm. and so or it makes me feel bad and I don't want to hear it so I feel like there's almost like it's just I feel like there's it's rooted and then it's rooted again in something else because I like I don't want to be I don't want to be able to not hear the truth and I also Mm -hmm. don't want to project what others have gone through on me and then also want to know why did her she why her falling out triggered me so bad. You know, it didn't trigger y'all.
2: You right. know, you <laughs> probably really even trigger her. She was back in the class. So she, she, was up.
0: she was not worried about a thing, but that was like a really weird thing for me. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's true. Yeah. And, and you know, I used to, well, no, what were you going to say, Kobe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I used to be very similar to that. like to the point where I was so empathic and I won't say to, to, That's I will. Hmm?
0: That's the great right word.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, Empathic. Um, but I would say it was just to the point where, you know, I was saying, I didn't want to hear anything negative. Cause I was really, really, I didn't know how to, how to, how to disconnect your story from my reality i feel like i had to be in the 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 pain the hurt i needed to feel what you was feeling i don't know why i was like that but it wasn't until just and i don't know honestly i can't really pinpoint what it was that really really like helped me overcome that i think it was more so just as i grew as i grow uh, the wiser i became as i matured um as i matured i just seen like okay i i can't avoid the news and i'm not i'm not talking about the actual physical news that comes on tv but the news whether it's social media news however you get your outlet of news right because, you know, things are actually happening in the world. And I do want to be informed on what's happening in the world. Some current events, I, I just would like to know now. But I remember at one point in time, I was like, Mm-mm, if it's not ne- if it's negative, you got somebody dying, it got this, that, and the third. I ain't trying to be involved. And like, even right now, I'm st- still like I'm protective like I can't just sit there all day and impress my mind with you know the negative news that's going on but I will give myself a certain time limit but it used to be not even that I'm like I don't want to hear not even one second of it like it ain't positive don't even put it in my life but now I'm like okay this is a current event I'm it's like I'm stepping outside of the situation I'm seeing okay this is happening in the world Okay, so now how can I go and move about? So not even so much so that it doesn't happen to me, but I just want to be informed so that, I don't know, It's just I don't want to be oblivious to things. I'm looking at it for, I guess, more of a, a informative, more so um, uh, um, emotional where it's like, this can happen to me. Now, sometimes I do find myself, and that's why you just have to know yourself, you know, you know, so you can know like, okay, this is a little too much. And I do, I ha- I have my gauge. Everybody's gauge is different. I know some people, they record the news. They have to see it. My grandma, my dad, I- I'm there and they like watch the news all day. And, and you know, they'll get their break and go watch their shows and come right back. I know some people that just, the, the channel news do not leave. You don't turn that news off. Like if you touch my news, it's, mm-mm. but it's like, you just have to know everybody's very different, but you you just I think personally is it's it's whenever you do get to that point to where you can see it, it's like you take the power away from it. It doesn't have such a hold on you to the point where you're in fear of the news, if if that makes sense. But move at your own pace. Move at your own pace. That's what I will say.
1: Yeah. Everything y'all are saying is definitely resonating with me. Um, Last week, I talked about, you know, my thing about being honest with myself was I was stuck. And the reason I was stuck is because I wasn't elevating myself and furthering my education. And it was rooted in fear. But uh, my first point is um, lack of confidence. So when I dug a little bit deeper, it was like, okay, I have this fear of failure because I've seen other people, including myself, who've gotten degrees and couldn't get jobs in their field. You know, we work in, you know, these minimum wage jobs or, you know, doing something totally different from what, you know, the the career path that we wanted. And so that kept replaying in my mind of, damn, I don't want to, you know, do this. And still be in the same in the same space but um, I saw something uh, by the author James Clear he is the author of Atomic Habits I haven't read it it's on my list of things to read but I do follow him and he has these weekly newsletters and this week he was talking about um, lack of confidence and basically he said it kills more dreams than lack of ability Talent matters, especially at elite levels, but people talk themselves out of giving their best effort long before talent becomes the limiting factor. So basically, you know, we are capable more of more than we know, And but we, tr- we trick ourselves, we talk ourselves out of even giving ourselves an opportunity because of lack of confidence. We don't even give ourselves a chance to, you know, let our talents kick in or to let our you know, fight or flight, whatever, you know, to learn, to grow, to get to where it is we need to be because we just, we cut ourselves off because of the, the lack of confidence. So yeah, that's my first point is just, and we have so many episodes talking about like, you know, confidence and how to build that. And I know it's something that, um, I have it in other areas, and then it's just, you know, it's weak in some areas, it's strong in some areas, and so I just have to really, you know, build myself up in that area of education to where I'm like, okay, you know, you can succeed, and then you will succeed, you know, on, you know, in your field, in your career, so yes.
0: I love that, that was a great point, because confidence is everything, like, when you're confident in something, you walk different, you talk different, you like have an authority less over your your life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even me, like, when I'm walking, and I see like a really cute guy, my confidence goes away. <laughs> like, so, so I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, but, and that's probably very unattractive. But, like, when I'm walking, I know I'm fine. And I'm just, like, do, 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 do. And shredding my stuff. It's, like, okay, I'm different. I'm attracted. I don't – when I don't care, I'm, like, just living and being myself. That's when it's just, like, whether that's – I'm in sweats, whether I look good or not. It's, like, when I have the confidence in myself, it attracts more more people. But what I'm saying in that is because – the confidence raises your vibration, which means that you're on a frequency Mm. of of excellence. And that's why that confidence is needed so it can attract what you want, whether that's a job, whether that's a guy, whether that's an opportunity, because you're on the same frequency of that opportunity. But when you don't have confidence in that certain area or whatever that area may be, you're getting off a low frequency, which is attracting low frequency opportunities. And so I think that's just like an amazing point is because we forget, oh, the way we think about ourselves as something is the way that we're putting our energy out. Um, And that may be why, like, that may be how we're getting in our own way. So I don't even remember what podcast we did on confidence, but we might need to do another one because I forgot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And like with that, you know, it's confidence within myself. And then even confidence within God, because sometimes I forget that, like, at any moment, at any moment, he can shift it from you waiting on it to you walking into it. And it's just like, I have to constantly remember that. I'm like, OK, I can do this and God can do this. You know, he can he can shift this. He can open doors. He can change anything in a, in a moment. So. I oh, to, that's something we did. we have
0: to walk in and <laughs> the to daily. Okay, say it. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: And I just love how you brought up the the vibrations, Tiff, because that is essentially confidence. It's like if you're not even so. Let's say your goal is to to be a CEO. Let's just say a CEO. I don't know. Um, if you're not confidently walking. Thinking, having that perception of yourself as that thing right now, you're repelling that away from you. You have to be confident in it. It's crazy. You have to be confident in the thing before you even get to that thing. You have to believe and know and feel like you. I'm sure Beyonce was was walking, and then she was because she was with Destiny Child singing, no, 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 no. You know probably in her mind already thinking that she was going to be Beyonce. Um, same with anything we do though. We have to walk into that thing because it's either going to propel you to push you from, to another destination, to whatever you are walking in confidence of. And so some of us, we can confidently, you know, walk into, you know, walk into the position we have and we can say it, throw our shoulders back and and say, this is what I do. But if it's your actual dream, can you confidently, firmly say this is what I do and have that confidence behind it to know that, you know, this is the thing that's going to sustain your life or, you know, and and it's, it's sometimes it's hard because if you're not around, other people, and even even if you are around other people, that goes to that thing, believing in other people more than you believe in yourself. Like, yeah, they can get there, but you know, when it comes to having that same confidence in you, saying that I can get there too, it's just like mm, our confidence, kind of. And I'm talking to myself right now. It kind of, kind of think a little bit. Like, mm, can I really be doing that? And walk away from this job and, and really live the life of my dreams and really, you know, not have to worry about a thing. But doing that 24/7, it's like I, I want that. But is my confidence matching that thing? That's where we really have to ask ourselves. And if it's not matching that thing, finding the starting small. Because I think we want to make these big these big quantum leaps and and into waking up tomorrow and already having it, but it really be the smallest things, y'all, the smallest things that can really shift our vibrations. Uh, Me and Jarvis always say, man, we're not going to let this thing drop our vibration. We're not going to let that thing, um, you know, get into our head because if we do, is gonna push us further and keep us stuck in the same place we are right now. And, and if I'm being honest, sometimes it does get to us. Sometimes it takes a week for it to, us to like, you know, shake it off really, or maybe even longer than that sometimes. But it's just about, you know, really, really putting a gauge just like you have a gas meter. We gotta have like a confidence meter, like see, C- Okay, hey, how confident am I on F or am I on E and if I am close to E finding a way you can get full, filled back up doing things being around people that fills you up
0: I love that so much I love that so much too because, okay, a confidence meter I love that but um, it made me think of like in our last podcast I talked about how I care about what other people think of me and I recently was like um so I just got offered a full-time job and I took it and um but one of the (laughs) things thank you one of the things is um that one of the benefits is that we have unlimited vacation so before I was offered the full-time job (laughs) yeah um before I was offered the full-time job they um she is asking like, does anybody want to take a vacation? And I'm like, nah, like, cause I was part-time. I get paid by the hour and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll just take the regular, whatever days y'all be having off. I'll just, that's the ones cause I need to pay my bills. Um, but then um, got offered this full-time job and they said, we have a limited vacation. Just gotta um, have it signed off. And I said, cool. Now I'm like, Deborah asked me to go to Mexico. And I'm like, <laughs> I. And so, but, but in my head, I'm like, oh, dang. Like, I already told her that I don't want to take any vacation. And now I'm like, and I haven't even told her I need vacation again. But I was like, now I'm scared to ask for what I really want. And I really find myself in that predicament a lot. Like, a lot. Like, when it comes to money, when it comes to, a huge is money because I really don't like discussing money when it comes to pitching myself or pitching soul filling podcasts or even reaching out to guests. That's why, I like, that's a weakness of mine, and that's why I really love that Kobe's able to to be a strength in soul filling podcasts. To where she's like, "Oh, who do you want to reach out to? Okay, uh, I reached out to them. Oh, okay, what we need to do? Okay, I've done that because though I can write it up or whatever, the actual acts. For me, it's very hard because I always feel like a burden or uh something else. And so um now I have to tell myself, what the, shut up? Like this is so stupid, like this is so dumb. Like just ask for your vacation days. That's what they're here for. Why don't you deserve to be on vacation? It's unlimited. You haven't taken a vacation this entire year um so um uh, obviously like a lot of us and so it's just like getting out my own head of like asking asking for what you truly want and knowing that you deserve it and that you're human and that you're okay like you're okay and who cares so I just feel like what I'm trying to say is like we big up something so small and that's getting in our own way. Our own elaborate, long, thoughtful process of what this person's gonna think. Are they gonna think that I'm trying to take advantage of vacation days now? Or it's, you know, I'm like out of my mind sometimes. And when I want to say is, it's not that big of a deal, a lot of times. And one other thing is, it's your life. <laughs> So you are going to have to create the life that you want, okay? So if you want more rest or if you want to have more experiences, you have to be able to go ahead and ask for those things because this is your life. It's your life and it's your life. You want money? You got to ask for money. You want a raise? You have to ask for raise. You want to write a book? You got to write a book. It's your life. And we have to get out of our own way of, me, I'm telling myself this. I have to get on my own way of, like I said in the other podcast, like of caring what other people think, because mm-hmm. it's my life. Because rather what they think got nothing to do with me. Okay, they ain't got nothing to do with me. I have everything mm-hmm. to do with me. Ooh.
2: talk about it. <laughs> this is <all> no. Mad. <laughs> no, it. You know when, when you were talking, it made me think about the walk. That we uh we just went on the walk at Herman Park the other day when we when we were talking about um I forget you were saying someone that's from somewhere and I think somewhere in Europe, how they were telling you that here in America we live to work instead of working to live, or did I say it backwards work to live basically. Yeah. Yeah, like basically, we get so caught up in the grind, 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 hustle, 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 and bustle. Like I gotta have it all to the point we forget to actually live our life. The whole reason why you hustling and bustling is to have these vacations, is to live your best life, to go buy that beautiful mur- mural if you want it, like to to really indulge in the pleasures of life. Of course, we're balanced. I'm not saying go go splurge and be reckless and forget about tomorrow, but still don't work so much and forget about tomorrow i know somebody that has worked for like like over 40 something years plus and has never taken a vacation outside of houston and born and raised in houston and it's just like got all the money in the bank, <laughs> could buy millions of a of, of vacation, could go, got all the vacation days saved up in the world. Like if they just took a year off, like now they could like literally still be paid the whole year, but not th- their focus. And, but then I guess, you know, everything fulfills. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying some people get fulfilled by these things and some people, you know, are just forcing, they, they become like autopilot mode. And to the point where you're not even thinking about not even thinking about anything other than your routine of things It's like sometimes we get caught so much in these routines that it kind of constricts you like it makes you feel like you have to go a certain way and do a certain thing. Or if you do deviate off the course just a little bit, people are going to it's like so it's your job is like people already are are expecting or you feel like in our minds we feel like they're expecting they probably don't have this expectation on us (laughs) so we feel like they're expecting us to be here this day and that day and they're expecting us to like be reliable and this that and the third but like like you were saying people don't really be caring as much as we think they caring. i think the thing about it is, we be caring, and we project our care that we have for ourselves on other people, and thinking that they are seeing the little, small, um, small details that that are probably going over their head. Cause think about it, I'm like, I don't even be thinking that hard when I see other people, but I think they be thinking that hard when they see me. Like, why? Why? I mean, I know I'm important and all, but I'm sure, I'm sure they're not even. It's not even crossing their mind. So the point I'm trying to make is we have to live we have to live our life and not be in fear and i'm talking to myself as well because this is something really small and mundane but it's just like that that asking piece and not asking to the point to where you don't you get numb to the answer if it's yes oh well if it's no oh well like it's you can always like you can always ask and not and whether the results are what you want them to be, you can always ask someone else. You can always ask another day. You can always ask at a later time. It's like we, we tie this personal attachment on whatever their no their answer is, their yes or their no is, and make it seem like it's the end of the world or it's the the, the or it's the best day in the world. It just is what it is. And I feel like once we get out of that that space of feeling like oh my gosh, what are they going to say? Is it going to be what I want to hear? Or is it, is it going to be something I don't want to hear? I mean, and we got to understand it's a part of life. <laughs> Whether it's, if it's something we want to hear, oh well. If it's something that we don't, I feel like I repeated myself, oh well again though. It's just really we got to lower that expectation down because that expectation will choke us up from even asking in the first place. So get through it.
0: And, and another thing about asking asking is understanding like we ask in a relationship like where are we going what's the vision because we need an understanding so we can know how to a- navigate our lives but a lot of times we we assume so much and well i don't say we but i assume so much that i don't even go for the ask because i don't want to the I feel like the ax is a burden, but actually an ax is clarification. Like when I asked for a promotion or when I asked for a raise and I didn't get one, <laughs> I now was able to navigate and say, I got my answer. Now I quit and I am moving on because the ax could clarify some things for you, whether it's like, mm, I, I could stay here. Mm, I'm going to wait a little. Mm, I'm going this way. And so the ax is a direction and in the, the whether you want it, the promotion or the raise or the, the relationship, the ax is going to, the ax and the answer is going to get you to where you need to be ax and get out your own way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Jazz, some things you were saying were definitely um, hitting me, hitting me, hitting me in the soul. You're talking about expectations and following rules and deviating from that. And um, the next thing that I want to share is a post that I saw from Adriana Moses on Instagram. And she said, all the rules are fake. Do you. Create your own internal algorithm. Watch your external world shift follow the beat of your own drum, don't work backwards, move forward, stumble, skip, all the things, get it done in your way, find a way. And, you know, that would really struck me. And it was really important to me to, you know, mention this to our listeners, because a lot of people have been talking about this algorithm. And, you know, if you're a social media person, and you're, you know, on social, and you care about those things, that's really important for you. And so you People are freaking out. This new algorithm, oh my gosh, listen, people aren't following, you know, people aren't liking the picture, people aren't seeing my post, and they're freaking out, and it's just, that reminder is just, I don't know, it's so small, but it's so important that, you know, we get so caught up on these rules and expectations, and oh, I gotta look this way, I gotta do this, I gotta follow this, I gotta, you know, um, this this strict idea of what we think we have to do to get to where we need to be, and it's like, just do you. You know, people are going to navigate to that. People are going to find that. People are going to see it. You know, we don't necessarily have to stick to these um or def- confine ourselves to these rules in order to be, you know, who we want to be.
0: And I'm so glad you brought that up because y'all know I'm a social media specialist. by <laughs> <laughs> day, And you know what's funny is. You know how people, when they realize like you're a social media specialist, they're like, "Oh, it's the best time to post." Da, 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 da. But what I learned is the algorithm, just like life, mm-hmm. is constructed based off of you, your audience, your content. So what I, uh, what's, what you post for somebody else audience is going to be a different their time to, their best time to post is going to be different from somebody else's best time to post so everyone's trying to find fi- follow this algorithm this one streamlining algorithm these rules but the rules are different for everyone based off of your content what type of content is it inspirational content do people want inspiration in the morning where where are your where is your audience but what is never what is always going to win is you being authentic to who you are. Yes. Authentic, authenticity brings the people. It brings awareness. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is there is no best time to post. <laughs> it's best off of everyone else's. Like I've looked up time and time again and I realized, wait a minute. The only way to figure out what the best time to post is to fig- is to try multiple different times. Yo, I just yo, I just figured this out because I was like, "Wait a minute, oh, I found the time! I found the time!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and it took months. <laughs> it took months. But anyways, it it just goes back to saying like there are really no rules. Being authentic is that because everyone algorithm is really different
1: yeah
0: it really
2: is Ooh, and, you just spoke the whole word that's so true because and it just made me go back to think what kobe was saying so and both of y'all so how everyone's like don't look for the correct time dance to the own beat of your drum imagine if barack obama was trying to gain the same ba- fan base as nba young boy it just it just wouldn't work. You gotta, but I wouldn't want NBA young boy to try to do what Obama doing because he would lose all his fans. Like everyone is good in their own zone of excellence, their own zone of genius. If we talk about the big leap, and so taking your big leap is gonna look different for everybody. Like we don't want Megan Thee over here giving us Oprah lessons. It's just not what we want. We want. Yeah, be able you know we, we go we go for a different vibe and so it's like it, it could be looked at like oh that's wrong what you're doing this that and the third or this is this is the right way to do things but everyone's right way is tailored to who they are their own beautiful individual uniqueness and that no one can do you like you can do you and we say this all the time but your way is for you, and it's up to us to discover that way and operate through whatever that that great gift is.
0: It's so true and that's what is getting in our way. if We're thinking about like how we're getting out of our own way. We think we think, oh, come on y'all, like we think and there is there's different ways, okay? We think that we have to do it a certain way. and there is there is a benefit of your way could be doing somebody else's way or following along or being mentored what you know stuff like that but at the end of the day you have to figure it out for yourself whether you whether that is a part of your algorithm or your your system and so but people just have to know it's different it's just different and um and that's so beautiful I love that but um Thank you for saying that.
1: Yes. I just feel like, you know, just as fear can get in the way, imitation can get in the way. And, you know, part of, you know, the rules thing finding the algorithm, I feel like is kind of one and the same with the imitation. Like, yes, there are certain things that you're going to have that you have to post daily. You know, there are certain rules that you're going to have to follow, but you don't have to be, you know, imitate people to the point where you're not, like you said, being authentic to yourself.
0: Absolutely and um one of my other points and i guess and this is just popping up i i would say pray different um and this can be like two of my points tied together It's like visualize and we talk about this all the time visualize and write down how you really want your life to be um you have to see it when i got this apartment y'all know that for like the last nine months i had the screensaver Of this apartment here that said rent free, because I was like, I'm gonna have this rent (laughs) before I come in. Like, well, full year's rent, that's gonna be saved up. It's saved up. And so, um, you have to see it. You have to see it and you have to write it down. Because what I also wrote down, and y'all know this, is my 2020 goals that I forgot about that says I'm going to live in an apartment by this year. It happened. So many things happened. And so, write it down and visualize it and so you can see it i want you to see it every day i want you look i'm planning on i have another idea in my mind i'm planning on framing it in my living room so it can happen (laughs) you know what i mean and so visualize what you want write it down and actually think to yourself what do you really want so you could attract it so you know how to navigate towards it i always highly recommend y'all listen to our podcast working backwards because you have to see it first you have to see it in your mind first so you could go get it so you know that it's attainable so you could claim it so you could pray for it and this is another thing one of my points was pray different um when I realized these last few months, I've been working like super, 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 super hard. Like, like I've been saying in a lot of podcasts, like really hard, uh very long, 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 long hours. And I don't like it. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> and because, um, it just it's too much. It's too much. I don't feel like I'm living life, life like that. And so I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to pray different. I pray for all these opportunities. I pray that money comes to me easily, frequently, in all types of ways. And I'm going to keep praying that prayer. But I'm also praying that the the opportunities that I have are easy. (laughs) That money is easy. It comes to me easy. I'm not going to have to grind so hard to get this money. Because that's not the life I want to live. I want a life of flow. (laughs) and easiness and I, that might sound crazy to people like tiff you gonna have to grind you gonna have to grind but the grind is different based off of your fulfillment the you could grind really hard is something you're really 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 passionate about but if you really ain't passionate about something the grind is draining and suffocating if that makes sense so A lot of times the grind is easier when you're in a space that you really, really want to be in, if that makes sense. Oh, I feel like I'm talking too much. But, um, and so I've been asking God, look, I want the money to keep flowing. Don't stop that. But I'm going to need to know that it's easily coming to me, that I don't have to work from 7 to 10 p.m. every day. I don't want that.
2: Girl, me, I don't want you to do that either. Like, I I, I want you, you deserve your risk. Um, but that's, I love that you mentioned that and brought that up, how you want money. And most times we all say, I want this X amount. I want to be a millionaire, billionaire, but we don't put how that, how we want to get it. Not saying like, I want it by, I want to do it by doing such, such and this, this, that thing. But I mean, you can be specific, but doing it in a, like getting out of our way to believe, to dare ourselves to believe that it is possible to obtain large quantities of money easily. Millions of people are out there doing it right now. Okay. Maybe not millions, maybe thousands of people are out there doing it because millions of people don't believe it's possible. There's only a small group of people that think is possible it's not the fact that they're wiser or they're more intelligent or they have all the degrees in the world it's not that it's not that at all it's the fact that they believe that belief is so key y'all that belief they believe in their heart of hearts they probably imagine like even get out our way to imagine certain things sometimes it's so hard for us to visualize that that dream home, that, and, and see yourself pulling up to the driveway in your dream home with your dream family, with like the things you truly want. It's like, I love how you said pray different, because we have to pray in such a way to where we take our own personal limitations off of it. Because sometimes we pray thinking like, you know, we think logical with our prayers, like, oh, you know, this we be praying for stuff that can actually happen. Oh, I pray. <laughs> I'm going to pray that I pay all my bills on time. You've been paying your bills on time for the past six months. So why are you still praying that prayer? Now, if you wasn't and you was swimming in debt, then that night might need to be your prayer. But then once you get there, you got to pray a little different now. You oh, Okay, now you paying your bills on time. I want to pray that I got, like Tiffany just said, the whole rent for the year. 365 free like it's it's there it's already saved up it's already put away he's already paid up like I'm good I ain't gotta worry about that expense but like really like stretching ourselves <laughs> to really really step outside and like cuz I'm talking to myself as well because I was thinking like you know I need to get out of my way on some things like that are really it's not even the fact that I, I think that they come, they can't come true. I'm not spending enough visualization and mental capacity and thinking about it on a day-to-day basis. You can't just say, "Oh, this is my dream on Sunday because it's the Lord's Day and it's so care Sunday and you want to resonate and on, um, you know, all that that day. You got to be thinking about it on Monday, Tuesday. What happened to the other six days of the week? You know, so. We really, and not even for the week. What about that whole thirty days in the month? Or what about that whole three sixty five in the year? Like, imagine sometimes we put it out a little ten days in the in the month, or a little thirty days in the year, and be like, when New Year's come, be like, I ain't reached my res- uh, my New Year's resolution yet, and be bad. Like, this don't work. But we really, really—I love how you say you're gonna put it in your living room to where you have to see it every day. It ain't no no choice. Like, is this thing gonna come true or not? Because your brain is operating to the to the point when whenever you see something on a on a day-to-day basis, especially like a vision board or something that's your something that you really want to bring into your reality, and you put it into your your vibration into your space, put it somewhere where you see it, feel it spend time with that vision 10 five minutes one minute one minute a day is better than zero minutes a, a week you know that one minute a day will add up to seven minutes and hopefully we'll just keep growing from there but just getting out your way to to the point where you don't you don't even allow yourself to visualize you don't even allow yourself to dream you're too busy caught up in the day-to-day life to even take a second back to be like, Hmm, now where do I really want to be? Where am I? Where am I going? What do I really truly want? What would fulfill my heart? What would make my soul, my, make me feel like I did something on this earth? Like giving yourself that time, get out your way. It's like, how do we expect to get to the life that we truly want? If we can't even think about it, like think, we can't even put it in our thought vibration right now of what we want. So get into it, get into seeing your life on a day-to-day basis, the way you want it to be with the things you want to have, with the amount of money you want, with the living situation you want, with the family you want, with the purpose, the job, all these things. Not If it's a job, if it ain't a job, whatever, with the freedom. If you do got a job, a job that gives you unlimited vacations, like what? Like, you know, having, like, you know, it don't have to be. And even if you find yourself getting somewhere you don't like it, we're not trees, y'all. We can change it again. We can revisualize something else again. So, yeah, let's, let's just go hard. Let's go hard. I'm ready. Okay. 2020, here, here we are.
1: Right? And with that, the last thing that I want to say, you know, just to add on to what you were just saying, to help me think about, like, okay, what, what is getting in my way? I had to also ask myself, what am I reinforcing every day? What am I reinforcing each day? And so I want you to ask yourselves that soulmates, And, you know, just really think about that. You know, reinforcement is to strengthen by additional assistance, to strengthen or increase something, to stimulate with reinforcement, to encourage. So it's just like, what am I reinforcing in my life? And it, it's just that simple. What Am I reinforcing fear? Am I reinforcing lack of confidence? Am I reinforcing, you know, health, wealth, prosperity? What are you reinforcing?
2: Right. Or are you reinforcing, I'm sick and tired, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out. <laughs> like, what, what are we reinforcing? What are we reinforcing? Because I know I was reinforcing a little bit. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. Exactly. There's too much to do. Like, but then we, when re- we re- reinforce that, it uh, it enables us from even allowing us to reinforce the things that you were just saying, Kobe.
0: That's, that's so good. We're reinforcing one of the points that I put down is um, to prioritize your destiny because we can get caught up in the, um, the rat race. You know, we live in a, such a capitalistic society, like the grind, grind, grind. And that's why, you know, when I heard that line from that TV show, it's like, are you living to work or are you working to live? Are you living? Like, to be, I, I want to live. Like, if I could work four hours a day and then go chill with my friends, go traveling, like, I'd be good. I'd be Gucci, do a Soulful a podcast here or there. I'm like, I'm good. So, like, when she says reinforcing, like, what you want in your life, prioritize those things. You know, because um, you have to prioritize your health. If you want to be healthy, drink your water, eat your, your, your fruits and veggies or whatever. If you want to be more financially stable, prioritize learning how to do that and then taking that action, following behind that to, you know, save and invest and put stuff aside automatically. So whatever you really want in your life, prioritize that. And I realized within myself, I haven't been prioritizing the things that I I, I really, truly love because I've been clouded with so many other um, projects. And, um, you know, I'm a big proponent of abundance, but I also want an abundance of freedom. (laughs) So um, prioritize um, your destiny what God really wants for you and reinforce it like Kobe says, because that's the only way it's going to come into manifestation. And so like, um, but with that, you have to, which is another point is to make space for something new. So if I ain't never quit my job, I would have never got this other full-time job that's remote. And that has offered me, um, more money, and unlimited vacation, you know, don't take advantage of it. And also, it's a really good job that has a very strong foundation and also impacts others in an amazing way. So I'm grateful and I'm learning from it. But if I would have stayed there, you have to let some things go to create space for your destiny. This job may allow me to spend more time now to spend on Soul Feeling Podcasts, you know? Um, So so that's it. That's what I'm just saying. What are, think to yourself, ask yourself, what do I need to make room for? And what can I let go? Because you can't keep everything. And I I know for me, I have been living out of a, as much as, as much as I have an abundance mindset, I also have a lack mindset to think that I need so many things so that I could continue thriving. I want to prioritize what's really for me, not my zone of excellence but my zone of genius. And so um, so yeah that's it. <laughs> so let go, be okay with letting go because sometimes you could let go of something that's good. But it doesn't mean that it's good for you anymore. <laughs> it could still be good, but not good for you. You could still have a good man, but they not might be the one for you to help you be propelled into your purpose and live a life of a purpose.
2: That's good. That's good. Whew. Okay, that leads me to, actually, don't leave me. This is just another one of my points. I was trying to find one that kind of tied in, but I think we already covered all of those. Um, but one thing it did talk about, um, and I got this from an article that is called The Seven Ways to Get Out of Your Own Way and Get Things Done by Mariana Lennox. And one thing that she did talk about was forget your failures. Like, forget them. Not in the sense of, not trying to take the lessons that they taught you but don't so much hone in on your failures to the point you won't even allow yourself to try something new to do something new because you like "Mm, i remember this time i wasn't so good at that so uh, i'm gonna play it safe i'm gonna stay over here because this is where i know you know i'm comfortable sometimes guys we gotta fail a couple hundred times a couple thousand times like i tell my students this um this analogy all the time in class um i say do y'all know who thomas edison was and they were like no someone's like yes i'm like he was the the guy that invented the light bulb i I always have to put the air quotes because y'all know he stole his stuff from uh tesla but anyway that's that's beside the point but um he invented the light bulb right and they said that he failed 1000 times until he actually was able to construct the a light bulb that made electricity. So the point I'm trying to make, guys. Each time, I don't think he even saw them as a failure. He was just like, "Oh, this one step closer to actually getting it to work." Oh, I learned something here, so I probably need to connect this wire and that and then this. So every time you fail, just look at it as a gauging tool of, "Hmm, maybe I press too hard. Maybe I go need to go a little softer. Maybe I need to go harder in this area. Maybe I need to learn." Um, it's just. It makes me think about basketball. (laughs) And I know when I used to play basketball, I used to overthink. Every time I would make one mistake, miss one shot, get one turnover, I'm like, my whole mood is down for the next two, three, four plays. And it was like, if I just realized that we still had a whole 30 something minutes to play, like that little error that happened in that 32 seconds did not, it didn't lose us the whole entire game. So, just realizing like guys just because you make one little tiny mistake this month on this particular day it's not gonna fail you for the whole your whole life that you have to live you still have by God's grace an abundant days that's coming
1: before you So,
2: so it's just like Don't rely on your failures. Don't let your failures kick you out the game. Don't let your failures kick you out the race. Like, allow your failures to teach you something. Learn the lesson so that it can help you escape this rat race, not, you know, stay stuck inside of it. But yes, so forget the failures.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Because we all gonna feel like that's part of life. That's part of life. And what I think is beautiful though is like, we never stop learning in life, like ever, like ever. So there's always, that's, that's really cool. It's good for Soul building Podcast because we always talk about something, <laughs> but we're a constantly learning. And I, that's why I love the quote. And we say it a lot. It's like, um, we know nothing at all, <laughs> you know, you, like we really don't know nothing. <laughs> so we really just like have to live. And I think it's so beautiful because we keep evolving and we keep learning but we can't learn if we are avoiding the lesson you know so it's like we can't learn so we have to learn from failure like even I'm happy that I was able to and sometimes you have to fail to know what you want you have to have a failed relationship to know that that's not what I want in this relation in a relationship. I want this. Sometimes you have to fail in school to know, like, I don't like this major. I like this major, or maybe I don't need to go to school. Maybe I need to be, go ahead and start my business here. Or, you know, I I do think people should go to school, but it don't work for everybody. (laughs) But it's so. um, Maybe
2: you need to fail to know that, you know, you need to stop skipping class or stop partying all night. (laughs)
0: exactly (laughs) exactly okay i'm glad you that's a good one right there and so and so yeah so sometimes you have to fail to know like i had to be overwhelmed to know that wait a minute this ain't this ain't the life that i want to live but i would have never known that had i not gone through it there's a lot of things that you wouldn't have known had you not gone through it. So yes, I am thankful for the failures, which are just lessons. But you have to learn the lesson. You can't if you want to. If you want to level up, if you want to go to the next grade. If you want to graduate. But anyways, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I have two more things that I just think are very important. And I had so many points. It's crazy. It's scary. <laughs> but um we talk about this a lot and I know Jasmine talks about this a lot, but also it's talk about systems to get out your own way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. To get out your own way, you have to create systems and this is also my problem because I'm very like, Oh yes, it all comes to me organically, blah, 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 blah. But you miss stuff because you feel different every day. And so I um so if we're talking about social media and I really need to work on this, like it's easier for you just to plan out your content ahead of time and have a scheduling system so they could post automatically for you. So whether you feel good or bad, it's posting and your impact is being made, your message is still being heard. So, but when you're posting just willy-nilly, which I think is also could be great but you could also add on to that so what i'm saying is like when you post willy nilly you post based off of how you are feeling at that moment like last night I posted on my personal feed but it was just like it could have been done so if you just put stuff in systems whether that is whatever it is on be social media but systems like are there's a newsletter that goes out every day or every week, whether it's a post that goes out every day, or whether you hire someone to do something to make it easier and automatic, and automatic, like paying your putting your bills on automatic, taking your savings into automatic, making putting things on automatic so you don't have room in your brain to put effort into what actually matters. There's a lot of m- many things that just don't really matter, but systemize your life as much as you can is what I'm saying especially on the things that are just like very minuscule because when you put stuff on auto it's just easier because you don't have to think about it but you can still focus Mm. on impact. and if you don't put it on auto, automatic you can lessen your impact because you're not no longer consistent if that makes sense people are now not getting the information that they need to get or whatever Mm. so automate your life is what I'm saying
2: Girl, and you just made me think about something. Systems make things automatic. So, girl, I, that that little sentence right there has changed my whole life. Like, I'm like, dang, dang, because when you was talking, you was like, automated is gonna make you just automatically that. Because when you post, instead of based on our oper- like how we feel, I'm I'm a, I'm recapping, but I'm going somewhere. Cause if we operated on how we feel and on them days when you don't feel like doing stuff and some days it'd be more, sometimes it might be two, three, four days in a row, but if it's automatic, automatic, and it reminds me of this book called the Latte Factor. I recommend it. It's a short read listen to it on audible that's what i did like it's so palatable to where even a 12 year old can read it all the way up to a 112 year old can read it like it's so it's and it helped get my finances right but in the book he talks about how to make and this is one thing that changed my financial journey he said when you are trying to make your savings take the like trying to start a savings create a savings make it automatic make it put it on auto save. i love how how chase has the little auto save. just about any app has autosave on there now like where you could just manually in it and it don't have to be a large amount it don't have to be five million posts it don't have to be you you starting you know these drastic quantum jumps like when you make things automatic the smallest thing the small things will eventually grow into this large snowball until it's out of control but you have to start somewhere. And the reason why he said make it automatic when talking about finances, because he says, you know who takes your money automatically? And I was like, somebody taking my money automatically? I'm the only one taking my money automatically. But it's it's the government through taxes. It used to be, I think at one point in time, I do not deny, this part could be a little wrong, but I think in the book, he said that it used to be at one point in time where the taxes they didn't come out of people's check automatically they would ask people to pay their taxes but they realized that 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 was some people would pay it, some people wouldn't pay it like and and this was the average working taxes so you know every paycheck if you work a job and you get a paycheck you can see before anything else comes out, before your health care, medical well all these other these these taxes are incumbents, they they're they're being taken off your check off the rip and then they giving you your check. And if you want to do anything outside of that, then it comes off as well. But he was saying, do the same thing the government do to you for yourself. Make it automatic. And so that way you don't even see it, you don't even feel it, you don't even know it's gone after a while. And just same with your taxes. You don't even see it. Some of us don't even know, myself included, don't know the exact dollar amount that is being taken off my taxes. But the thing is that it's automatically being done because when it's a system, ooh, this is so deep. It's just automatic. It's automatic. imagine if you're doing something 365 automatically. Girl, 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 this is a game changer right here.
0: And and what, what it does for you For those who are indecisive um, like me you don't have to think you don't have to think about you don't have to make a decision okay how much i'm gonna put here today how much i'm gonna put there today or what i'm gonna post today like it's automatic so you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to go between yourself maybe over here and maybe over there when it's automatic it's automatic and i love that you said that it's like simple things and that's like my i want to say my last point because i know we over time is um to get out your own way is you don't have to do everything at one time like take one step at a time if you cuz sometimes we might not have the capacity right now to do all the things but do one thing that you can do every day <laughs> and that should be and that's enough and that one thing may open doors to more things that you want to do but if you're just not doing anything or if you're doing a bunch of things that aren't consistent, then you're really not getting anywhere. So just pick one thing to prioritize, one thing to focus on. Just, just it's okay. Give yourself a pat on the back for doing that one thing every single day that's gonna help you get out your own way and get to your dreams.
2: I love that. I love that. All right, guys. So since we we look we we going overtime today already. Right um what time is it y'all it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation An affirmation is a statement that you are using to transform your life. It is whether you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the bad by saying things like, I'm sick and tired, I'm down and out, or I'm living my best life. Um, In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, keyword, you got to say this out loud. It says, let the weak say I am strong. So. Guys, speak uplifting things of your life. I am affirming that there are, well, it's three of us, and I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in. And we're going to go ahead and end this thing out with our positive affirmation. So, who wants to go first?
0: I am living a life of freedom, financial freedom, And I was gonna do a whole bunch of other freedoms, but I couldn't think of any other words. (laughs) I am living a life of freedom. Just know that money comes with that, too, though. Okay, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am getting out of my own way. I love and approve myself. I am living my most divine life, and I am getting out of
2: my own way and allowing God to lead the way.
0: Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this soul-filling, whatever day it is you listening to it. Um, make sure you go ahead and subscribe and leave a comment if it resonated with you guys. Share on your social media so more people could get this good word and so they could get out their own way. But if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please stop by and give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet so we know what you're thinking. And it will also help us get higher and higher in the rankings so that more people can hear about Soul Feeling Podcast. We thank you so much for this. We love you so, 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 so much. And guys, it's time to get out your own way. It's
2: time. Until next
0: time,
1: Soulmates. Whoa, hey. We love y'all.
2: Bye.